The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garrett Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Now, today we're catching up with Neil Gill. Neil is Corporate Comms Manager for Loxley Resources. The ASX code is LKY, last traded at 14 cents for a market cap of around $8 million. So just like Garen Perro likes uh, to see his exploration stocks lightly capitalised for exploration success as they move forward. Now, Loxley is focused on the Lachlan Fold Belt of central New South Wales. It's got the Tottenham Copper Gold Project, which would be well known because uh, Mincor, which is uh, just becoming a nickel producer over in WA, spent about $6 million between 2006 and 2016 exploring the property. So it's uh, advanced as far as... uh, these uh, exploration projects go. There's an inferred resource there that we'll talk about in a minute. First of all, I thought we'd get um, Neil to give us a bit of a feel for the uh, the copper market. So as we all know, copper was up 51% last year to $9,320. And uh, in the first quarter of this year, it averaged just under $10,000 a tonne. So copper is on the march. So with that, I'm going to uh, welcome Neil to the program and start out with asking Neil if he could Give us a bit of a feel for what's going on in the copper market. Barry, thank you. Good to be with you. Uh, now, I think it's fair to say that the global copper supply deficit uh, that uh, the world is facing is going to be quite significant. The viability of copper is uh, something that uh, is really needs to be considered because the broader economic forces and the impact it's going to have on copper demand are significant. The federal election just around the corner and there's already talk about the Paris Climate Goals that's been making headlines lately. Uh, ultimately, we're on the path to net zero emissions, and it's largely expected to be achieved predominantly via renewable energy, and uh, renewable energy is going to result in copper being the essential raw material responsible for achieving this. So we hear a lot of talk about lithium, the, the big sexy uh, the battery material, but uh, at the end of the day, um, it What's happening there is it's uh, driving motors and all those motors have uh, copper in them, of course. Of course they do. Uh, you know, everything from your uh, household solar panel, uh, wind turbines, copper is used in all of those. Uh, it's used in solar technology, so wind energy, electric vehicles. A, 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 a electric vehicle uses five times the amount of copper compared to an internal combustion engine vehicle. And uh, even just the cabling for an electric vehicle charging station contains up to 25 kilos of copper. And uh, the uptake of electric vehicles globally is expected to increase to 70 million vehicles by 2040. And if you consider there's upwards of 50 kilos of copper in each electric vehicle, that's quite a bit required. Yeah, very true. First-hand uh, evidence that uh, the electric vehicle revolution is happening. We've, uh, in my street, we haven't had any electric vehicles, but I notice we've got two now. Two Teslas, so it's happening as we speak. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, living in regional New South Wales, as I do, I'd liken it to maybe 15 or 20 we have rolling around our town at the moment. So. Or whispering around, we should say, probably. <laughs> now, um, the Tottenham Project, um, probably well known to people, particularly in the eastern states, 
You've uh, announced a global inferred resource there as a, a starter. What, uh, what can you tell us about the inferred resource? Just shy of 10 million tonnes at 0.7% copper, 0.2 grams per tonne of gold and 1.7 grams per tonne of silver. And that's giving us a contained metal total of about 70,000 tonnes of copper, 66,000 ounces of gold and 511,000 ounces of silver. And at current prices, it's... Uh, providing some very good value. Certainly a good start. Now, that was um, across uh, two historic mining areas, uh, two deposits, uh, Carolina and uh, was it the Mount Royal? That's it, yeah. Now, one thing you, with your tenement package there, I think it's 470 square kilometres uh, on a uh, mineralised system that uh, goes over the horizon, is that you are not short of uh, prospects, projects, deposits, call them what you like. So these are the first two. So I'm just wondering... Where to now with those two? And what about chasing down the potential of the other known deposits in the in the area? Both uh, known deposits and ones that you might be uncovering with uh, modern day exploration techniques. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, we have a number of regional targets that we're going to be working in parallel and we'll be adding to the resource total, continuing the drilling at the same time, focusing on these regional targets. Now, Loxley Resources is going to embark on a very aggressive works program for the remainder of this year. We're talking about some more drilling. We've got some extensive airborne electromagnetic magnetic and magnetic surveys, which are about to be conducted imminently. Uh, more regional exploration targets, as I say, about to be drilled quite aggressively. It's all going to add to the volume of this resource. Uh, so, yes, we're going to be hitting them, and we're going to be hitting them hard, and that's coming up starting as of next week. Now, you only listed in uh, July last year, so I presume the Cash Kitty is uh, there to uh, fund this aggressive uh, exploration program you're talking about? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we purchased from Mincor for $6 million. We've spent about uh, $2 million into the project thus far to take us where we are now. And uh, we've also, had, and I should add to that, the Mincor drilling data is uh, in our possession now and our team are going over it and continuing to do so. Now, there was a reference in a recent stock exchange announcement to a 45-hole air-core drilling program, 15 kilometres north of Tottenham. Uh, what can you tell us about that? And the plan is to embark on, as I say, a, a fairly significant works program. The historic nature of the area, the modern technologies that we have now, are giving us every advantage as we move forward and, as I say, increasing the total size of our resource. An additional positive for Loxley is that the area is currently being worked by significant operations it's always been firmly within the sites, as you mentioned, uh, Barry, of mining companies and some of the current operators include Glencourt, the CSA mine, Aurelia at the peak Hera and Federation operations, and uh, Eris at the Triton operation, working the Constellation deposit, which is just to the north of where we're situated. Mm, another one there, uh, I think it's Helix at the CZ copper deposit just next door. Uh, and they've got a 2 million tonne resource at 2% copper. So it's a busy part of the world when it comes to copper gold deposits. Yeah, well, we certainly think we're in the right area. And uh, as, as, as we say, it's been mined since 1880, but uh, the technology that's available now and the demand on copper is just making it more and more a lucrative operation. The um, Strategically too, I guess, the once you uh, firm up a uh, development proposal down the track at some stage, there would be whether you... Uh, develop your own uh, treatment plant or there would be toll treatment opportunities, I guess, with the other operators in the region, keep the cost down if needed? Yeah, I guess uh, our, our initial, I guess, uh, feeling is to get our own plant up into full-scale operation. 
uh, be a standalone operation there and it'll be considered at the right point in Loxley Resources timeline. Um, in terms of existing infrastructure, though, the town of Tottenham has significant positives already in place. We've got sealed roads. We've got unsealed shire roads accessing the interior of the area. There's already rail access to Tottenham. The town is supplied with grid power. There's a sealed airstrip. There's schools, hospital, plenty of positives in terms of existing infrastructure. And uh, the town of Tottenham and mining have coexisted mutually and benefited together for well over 140-odd years. Accepting all that, uh, sometimes the perception of uh, New South Wales can be that it takes a long time in terms of uh, dealing with governments for around uh, drilling permits and uh, moving into development. So how would you characterise the, uh, the attitude of New South Wales to mining? Well, uh, we do have one application in pro- in progress at the moment, which is at Watson's Creek, which is just 15 kilometres northwest of Bendemeer in New South Wales. But uh, everything else is well and firmly within the grasp of Loxley Resources. And uh, we have been working with New South Wales government in uh, with, with a long history of the people that are involved at the top end of Loxley. And perhaps more important than the government, uh, local residents. Uh, how would you characterise the support of the local residents at Tottenham towards mining? Yeah, well, as I say, it's, uh, it's, it's in their blood, isn't it? Because uh, some of the families are there from those original copper miners back in the 1880s and uh, they've coexisted and both mining and the local community have benefited from the benefits of having uh, this copper resource at their doorstep. I dare say some of them might even be on the share register supporting the hunt. Now, uh, just in passing, you mentioned Watts, Watson's Creek area in northern New South Wales where you've got some EL applications in. That's, uh, that's uh, not copper gold, is it? It's uh, more of a tin play? Yes, that's that's how it's it's looking up at the moment. Yeah, it's 162.4 square kilometres uh, and that's the Watson's Creek area in northern New South Wales. And as that's quite correct, we're talking about plenty of tin through the alluvial tin, as it were. Big producer back in the late 1800s, apparently, and right up until, well, spasmodically, right up until the um, uh, 1960s. Now, the stock, as I said, trading at 14 cents for a market cap of $8 million. So I guess you're highly leveraged to uh, future exploration results as they come through. Yeah, we do have and have set ourselves through the uh, assistance of independent consultant Burnshirt to set ourselves an exploration target. And uh, it's somewhere between 7 million tonnes at 2% copper and 1 gram per tonne of gold, up to a top end of 14 million tonnes at 1.2% copper and 0.5 grams per tonne of gold. So uh, if you also put the significant silver component uh, that we're the inferred resource, and if that remains true, we think it's uh, proving quite lucrative. Well, that's one thing we can say about the uh, copper gold mines, uh, polymetallic mines in that uh, Cobo area, the broader region, is that the magic mix of copper, gold, silver, zinc sometimes can make for very low cost production, so an opportunity worth pursuing. Yes, indeed, indeed. Well, Neil, um, Let's uh, wrap it up and give uh, investors a feel for some of the uh, milestones that uh, they should be looking out for as uh, 2022 unfolds. Moving into the second quarter of this year, it is really going to be uh, a fairly extensive works program. We're talking about uh, uh, airborne surveys, both electromagnetic and magnetic. They'll be occurring in, in the next week. They'll be getting underway. Uh, we've got an extensive drilling program. We're going to be hitting our regional t- uh, targets there as well. We are also in a very fortunate position that the 
global demand on copper is uh, getting stronger and stronger, and we believe that's only going to force up the price, which it obviously has and will continue to do so, and uh, make our proposition much more attractive. There we go, folks. A very lightly capitalised junior explorer in a historic uh, copper gold area of New South Wales with um, lots of work underway, working up new targets, applying modern exploration techniques, as well as already having a a 70,000 tonne plus copper resource under its belt. So kicking some goals as it goes through that process of reaching those... uh, the target set in that exploration target, which uh, once you get to around that scale, you've uh, got a mine a proposition on your hand. So good luck with all that, Neil, and thanks for your time today. Barry, thank you. Cheers.